Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslo Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 1st of August. Good to have you aboard. Presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 
800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733, everything Zaslow Show 2.0, including our wrestling show every weekend, it's still real to me, is always presented by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, I send you to where you're going to be treated like family and get the money that you deserve. None of this here at Zaslow Show 2.0 is possible without Anna Jar and Levine and their support. And now they're ready to help you. Anna Jorn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. We're going to talk a bunch of Heat, Damian Lillard stuff. Nothing new per se, although you do have a, a, a note on Twitter on X. I'm not calling it X. You got a note on Twitter, Barry Jackson, Miami Herald, saying the, the Portland Trailblazers are still disinclined to talk to the Miami Heat, which I don't get it. I mean... This is where I feel that the Blazers, I can understand Damian Lillard's frustration because they probably lied to him. If they told him, now, they would obviously like to be able to negotiate with multiple teams and get a deal that everyone could be happy where Lillard could be happy where he goes and they could be happy at the return that they get. But if they came to an agreement that we will explore, we will trade you if you want to be traded. And we will explore something that works out for everybody. How is that in good faith if the Blazers have refused to even sit down and talk to the Miami Heat? That's not negotiating in good faith. If you told Damian, you may not like, and we know they don't like, that Lillard said, I only want to go to Miami. They made a whole big stink about it. And then the league sent out a memo. And here we are. The Blazers may not like that, nor should they like that. I've told them, I got to take the emotion out of it. The Blazers should not like that. But if the Blazers had an agreement with Damian Lillard that if you get to a place that you want out, we will explore a trade, and then you haven't even sat down with the Miami Heat, then they lied to him. That's not negotiating in good faith. You may not like the assets the Heat have, but if you sit down with the Heat, Maybe they're ready to tell you, we got this team and this team lined up over here, and this is everything that you're going to get. It doesn't just involve us. But if the Blazers have refused to even sit down or have a serious conversation with the Heat, you know why Damian Lillard will be mad, and that's not negotiating in good faith. So I feel like the Blazers have probably been lying to Damian Lillard. We're going to talk to my pal Evan Cohen, SiriusXM Mad Dog Radio, Morning Men. Everybody knows that's my favorite show, so we're going to get him on. He is a huge Heat fan. We're going to get kind of a national perspective there, and we're going to ask him, hey, do you think, have the Blazers been lying? What do you make of the player empowerment? All of that stuff. Did you think that the memo that came out over the weekend, does that change the Miami Heat and Damian Lillard still being able to get together? So our pal Evan Cohen, he always brings it. Matter of fact, Sirius XM NBA Radio, he's on there all the time. He was on this past weekend shouting and yelling about the league being unfair to the Heat and sending out that memo to all 30 teams over the weekend. So our pal Evan Cohen is going to join us coming up here in a few minutes. Last night, middle of the night, U.S. Women's National Team. That's right. They needed to get a point in order to advance if they lost last night to Netherlands, excuse me, to Portugal. It would be very possible, depending on what happens with Netherlands and Vietnam, that they'd be knocked out. Well, Netherlands beat Vietnam 7-0. 
the U.S. tied Portugal. So they advance. But, look, I'm not going to sit here and talk like I'm some kind of expert A in soccer, B in the U.S. women's national team. But this is not a good look. They scored four goals in three match games. They go scoreless last night in a game they had, in a game that if they lost, they would have been knocked out in in group play. And they went scoreless. And hey, Netherlands just beat Vietnam 7-0. The U.S. only scored three goals on Vietnam. In a game they were favored by six. So far here, this is not a good... Yes, survive in advance. But so far, this would appear to not be a good showing from the U.S. women's national team. You'll hear a little bit more of that coming up on Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. So last... And I, I didn't stay up. I caught staying up for a game, or wake up early, not a chance. 3 a.m., you think I need that in my life? I didn't see a second of the game, not any of it. (laughs) But anyway, so like I said, a little bit more on that coming up later on in the show. Before we continue here, I got to tell you guys, I got a message from my guy Michael last night, and he said, Zazlo, I'm so glad to hear you talk about water cleanup of Florida. My parents, they have a water issue in their home, emergency after hours. They called water cleanup of Florida. They're getting it taken care of right away. I'm like, oh, it's amazing. You can go to WCUFL.com, water cleanup. It's such a cool thing about doing this where I get the sponsors on the show, get the different advertisers, and to then have listeners like Michael who reach out, be be it, you know, via Twitter or DM or text message, Instagram, where I'm an influencer, of course, however you reach out to me. And then to actually hear, you know, firsthand account that you're using one of the sponsors. And look, this happens all the time with all of my sponsors. Every now and then I'll get a message from a listener like Michael last night saying, I'm so glad I called Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. They're helping my parents out right now. And I love hearing that because... Obviously, I like that you're using, I, I like that you, 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 my, my guys at Water Cleanup of Florida taking care of Michael and his parents, but it's a cool feeling where, yeah, so I got the sponsors who support my show, support me, and it's working. Listeners are using, look, the way this works, the way it goes round and round, I'm never going to charge you guys for the show. That's never going to happen. But the way that that doesn't happen, the way that the show continues is support the sponsors who support the show. So I love hearing stuff like that where, yeah, it works. Sponsors are on the show and the listeners are using the sponsors. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Love hearing that. All right, so we're going to talk to my guy, Evan Cohen, do a lot of heat with him. We'll do a lot of NBA with him. We'll do some silly stuff. I got to ask him about this. So I have a situation here. What's the situation? Next month, because we're in August now, next month, I'm going to see Pearl Jam. It'll be the 26th show that I've seen them. It's not a competition, though. It's a special show for me. It's going to be the best ever because I'm taking both my sons, both them. My older one, it'll be his third. My younger one, first time. So the three of us, we're going. The show is in Fort Worth, Texas. All right. So we got to fly into Dallas, Fort Worth. Okay, fine. Now I got to buy the plane tickets. No big deal. But it's next month, so I got to get around to doing this. I got a decision to make like now. So here's the thing. Most of the airlines, like specifically American, let's say. Because Dallas is a hub for American. The flight's like 230, 
round trip per person. That's not a bad rate. Perfectly reasonable rate. But here's the thing. Spirit flies round trip nonstop to Dallas, Fort Worth. Also, I know all you're saying, oh, Spirit, this, that. It's the Walmart of the skies. All the videos you see on, on YouTube, it's all bad behavior. It's all in Spirit. I, look, I've flown Spirit before a couple times. I've never had an issue. But I understand. It's all a la carte. It's super low pricing, but you, it, there's no frills, nothing included. And uh, again, you, you, may, you may have the people behaving poorly. All right. Anyway, I've never had an issue. Do I want to fly Spirit? Not particularly. But here's the thing. I just, what do I do here? I need you to send me a message. At Zazlo Show on Twitter. I'm not calling it X. Or at Zazlo J on Instagram. I already gave you the round trip price for like American, those other flights. like mid-200s. Decent price. Spirit. Round trip. 78 bucks. What am I supposed to do? We're only going. We're only going for two nights. That's a backpack carry-on. We'll have to pay for the carry-on because it's going to fit underneath the seat. Each of us has a little backpack. No problem. We'll not have to pay for that. Uh, and you know, it's not like we're going to sit next to uh, uh, any low-caliber people or whatever like that because it's three of us going. So we're going to take up an entire row. All right, we're sitting just next to each other. Seventy-eight bucks. I told. I told my son. He thinks we're going to sit on the, uh, on the wing. We're not even going to be inside the plane. He thinks we'll be holding on for dear life on the wing. Seven, like, don't have 78 bucks. Round trip. Non-stop. Like, I have to do that, right? Don't I have to do that? Look, Zazlo Show 2.0 is doing fine. But we don't have a money tree in the backyard. There's no money tree. $78 round trip. Don't I have to do that? We're just trying to get from point A to point B. What would you do in that spot? I need to hear from some people. I need some suggestions here. All right. It's Tuesday. You know what we do now on Tuesdays. We brought it back a few weeks ago. Let's get to Twitter Jam. That's right. Tuesdays, Zazlo Show 2.0. We have brought back Twitter Jam. And today's Twitter Jam topic, the Miami Dolphins. That's right. The Miami Dolphins are fully engulfed in training camp now. By the way, NFL preseason starts Two days. I think it's Browns and Jets, right? This weekend, and we'll do more on this later in the week. This weekend, Zach Thomas, this Saturday afternoon, going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That shit's going to be awesome. I'm really excited about that. But let's get to some Twitter jam today. It is on the Miami Dolphins and how they've been doing at camp. You know, the people that are at camp and they love sending uh, the videos, the messages. Uh, Tua just threw a deep pass, uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's do some Dolphins Twitter jam today. This tweet here is from Josh Houts, he covers the Miami Dolphins. He writes for the Finsider. He is at Houts on Twitter. <coughs> and he tweets here, according to the film, Cam Smith was sensational today. The second round draft pick was making play after play. And it's a video of Cam Smith doing his thing. And this is super important because, yes, they signed Eli Apple over the weekend. But this Dolphin team is actually deep at cornerback. With Jalen Ramsey going out, I told you my stance. I'm not losing sleep over Jalen Ramsey going out. It would have been fun to have Jalen Ramsey, and he'll be back hopefully at some point in the season. But Xavier Howard at full form, the secondary will be good enough. And you got guys like Cam Smith here, who's a second-round pick. So good job there by Josh Houts letting us know what's going on. How about here? This tweet is from 
DolphinsTalk.com at DolphinsTalk. And they tweet out, sounds like Cater Kohu wants to keep number four and may not give it up if Dalvin Cook joins Miami. Attached is a video of Cam Wolf from NFL Network talking to Cater Kohu about this. Uh, speaking of jerseys, I want to ask you this. You were number four. There's been conversations about Dalvin Cook here in Miami and what that happens. He wears number four. What, what is that number if he came here that he would have to get? Is there a number that he could pay you for that jersey? <laughs> I had to sit and think about that. I don't know. It's, it'd be a number, but it'd probably be big, right? <laughs> I really don't. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like for it. You like for yeah, it? Like it looks good on you. It looks good on you. So another guy that we got high hopes for, Cater Kohu, as far as Dalvin Cook is concerned, no news yet. We know he visited the Jets over the weekend. The fact that he hasn't signed with the Jets, I feel like the Jets are not going to be cheap with him. The fact that he signed with the Jets, it really feels like Dalvin Cook is begging the Dolphins to sign him. All right. This tweet is from our pals at the Fish Tank. At the Fish Tank 81, that's Seth Levitt, OJ McDuffie. They do the post-game show on the Dolphins radio network. And the Fish Tank tweets out, Football may have come first for former Finns D-tackle AJ Francis, but wrestling was always the plan. Dive in as the man known as Top Dollar takes us on a wild ride. And of course, that's the Fish Tank Podcast. And there's a video of Top Dollar, WWE Superstar, Hit Row. Yes, that's right. Top Dollar from Hit Row. If you are a WWE fan, his, name, his name's AJ Francis. He was a linebacker for the Dolphins for a couple years. And the way that I understand it, yes, he's always been a huge wrestling fan. Doesn't even like football. Does not follow football. Knows nothing about the NFL now. And he's Top Dollar. So go check that out. The Fish Tank on their podcast. Who better than Top Dollar? So they got top dollar on the show this week. How about this tweet is from our pal Orlando Alzagari at Big O Show. And he tweets out here, All right, Miami Dolphins fans, if you're headed to Canton for Zach Thomas's induction into the Hall of Fame, let's meet this Friday, 2 p.m. at Shula's Bust in the Hall of Fame to sing the Miami Dolphins fight song together and post it on social media. So how about that? If you're going to the Hall of Fame induction this weekend for Zach Thomas... I think they're going to get a good Dolphin contingent there. Big O is telling you, it's Friday, 2 p.m., Hall of Fame Museum, meet at Shula's Bust. And you guys are all going to do a thing for social media. That sounds like a lot of fun. Go hang out with my guy, Big O. He's a great dude. All right. How about this tweet here? This is from Joe Shad at Shad Joe. He covers the Dolphins for the Palm Beach Post. Justin, Dolphins front seven, most talented in the NFL. Dolphins defensive line, linebackers wreaking havoc in training camp. Dolphins defense, David Long, even without Jalen Ramsey, look elite as the pads come on. Great to hear. And this is what I said, without Jalen Ramsey, Vic Fangio's job was not to be the defensive coordinator contingent on Jalen Ramsey. No, you got enough talent here, man. The D-line, the linebackers, the secondary. There's enough talent there to have a great defense. How about this from Will Manso, WPLG Local 10. He tweets out, Zach Thomas on the current roster, quote, great talent on this roster. Says they also have great coaching on offense and defense. Praises Chris Greer on building this roster. He's as high on this team as he's been in a long time. How about that? And finally here, this is Cameron Wolf, NFL Network. He tweets out, Xavier Howard joked on NFL Network, 
that initial reaction to Aaron Rodgers' Jets rumors was, dang, don't do it. But after Rodgers became a Jet, Howard said, I'm going to like going against him twice a year. I dropped one interception last year, so I owe him. That's what I'm talking about. And that right there is another edition of Twitter Jam. All right, how about that? Hey, guys, you know, if you've been thinking about treating yourself, what better time right now than to go search for a brand new car? And the only place I'm sending you, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. If you're in the market or you're thinking about getting in the market for a new car, you can't decide where to go. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go. You can search right now, nflsubaru.com. You always get more at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Guaranteed most money for your trade and lifetime warranty included on all North Fort Lauderdale Subaru vehicles. Again, shop nflsubaru.com if you're looking for a spacious SUV for the family. Maybe you're just looking for something fun for yourself. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has the widest inventory of newest Subaru models on the market. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Go shop right now from the comfort of your home at nflsubaru.com. Okay, everybody knows all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of the program. Of course, we're talking Johnny Cuba, European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. You got to make sure you always drink responsibly after you pick up a new six-pack of Johnny Cuba, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. Joining us here, looking very tranquilo this morning, is our pal, uh, host of my favorite radio show. Everybody knows that. Sirius XM, Mad Dog Radio, Morning Men, Evan and Babchick and Willie Cologne. Good morning to you, Evan. How are you? Hello. Good, Zaz. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I-, I got some fun stuff that I want to talk about with you first before we get to the crux of everything here. And that, of okay. course, is, is everything that is going on or not going on with the Miami Heat and Damian Lillard. First up. So I woke up this morning, I'm listening to you guys, and we're talking about, now of course, morning men, every morning from 6 to 9. Now, I'm listening to you guys, and, and, and you know, you're talking about the U.S. Women's National Team, they had a draw last night, 0-0, Carly Lloyd, very angry about the celebrating afterward, very disappointing, but they are advancing. You had a great conversation about, okay, the game's at 3 a.m. because the games are in Australia, so that's like 4 p.m. Uh, you know, over there, their local time, but it's 3 a.m. here. I obviously did not watch a second of it, but you had a mm-hmm. great conversation. Do you get up for the game at 3 a.m., or do you stay up for the game at 3 a.m.? And I am very, very steadfast in you have to get up for the game at 3 a.m., and I know your partners were saying you got to stay up. But the main thing for me is you get up for the game because if you stay up, you're not enjoying the game. The whole game is a struggle to keep your eyes open. You're on the couch, you're walking around, maybe you're eating a box of cheese it just trying to stay awake. It's a miserable experience. If you get up, okay, you had a little bit of sleep, maybe only four hours, but that's not going to be a problem until the end of the day. You'll be able to enjoy the game. You know what I'm saying? agree with you. 100%. Now, here's the thing. There's some caveats here. I wake up really early anyway, right? So, like, that's like an hour earlier for me. It's not that bad, right? You did the mornings forever. That I don't know what time you woke up, but let's just say it's an hour or two earlier. It's not that bad, right? It's not – 
average everyday you know person is getting up at what seven seven thirty eight o'clock you know around our age working parents so to speak and I know not everybody is around our age or a parent listening but let's just say average time waking up let's call it between seven and eight thirty that's a long time before you normally wake up for mm-hmm. average everyday person but I totally agree with the overall premise that you had because I even do this and this is gonna sound pathetic but like I dread Sunday night football. Dread it. I hate it. And the reason I hate it, and even though the NFL is dominant and king, we get it. And to do what you and I do, you've got to watch Sunday night football. Like, it's a big thing. But I've been watching football all day. I probably eat more on Sundays than I normally would eat. Like, I'm exhausted. And no matter what the game is, I am hoping it's a blowout in the first quarter so I can go to sleep. Like, I'm rooting against the game in general. So you're a thousand percent right. If you're making it through and you're like, oh, my God, right. Normally I go to bed, let's say, average everyday person that wakes up between 7 and 8.30. They're probably going to bed at 11, let's call it. That's staying up four hours past your normal bedtime. Just for the start. And then to start watching the game. Yeah, yeah. That is awful. 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 Get up. And getting up tells me something. You know, you put in an effort. Staying up means you're having a few extra Johnny Cubas and away you go. Right. That's I mean, right. That, that, that to me, which is not a bad thing. I understand that. That's a sort of 2.0. Let's go. Uh, but you get the overall point here. I think you got to get up, not stay up. Excellent point. All right. Now I need to bring you in a conversation that I'm having here today on Zaslow Show 2.0. So I'm taking my boys. We're going in uh, September. Oh, so that's next month now. Today's August 1st. So we're going next month to uh, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm taking them to see Pearl Jam. All right. We're going to see Pearl Jam. My younger one's never been. My older one's been a couple times. It'll be the first time the three of us, we're all going together. It's going to be the greatest night of my life. So we're going to Texas to see Pearl Jam. I got to buy the flights. All right. So I need to buy three airline tickets. Here's the thing, Evan. All right. A regular ticket, like American, you know, Dallas is a hub for Americans. Lots of American flights. It's not a, it's not a bad price. It's like, 220 a ticket. That's affordable oh, ticket. That's not a bad price. Okay. Spirit is charging 75 bucks round trip a ticket. What do I do, Evan? I don't want to fly Spirit, but I mean, come on. It's 75 bucks a round trip ticket. What am I doing here? So here's how you look at this. First of all, I'm not going to take a shot at any airline because if Spirit wants to sponsor the Zazzle Show 2.0, I'm sure he'll be flying Spirit That's every right. day. Of the week. I'll use that um, Super Saver card. I'll get right on board. So here's the question. How much is it worth it to you to have an enjoyable flight? Probably, what, two and a half hours from Miami yeah. to Texas? How much is it worth it to you? I mean, I got my iPad. I'm going to watch a movie. What if they don't have internet on the flight? I would I would prepare for that. I would download the movie in advance, so it's okay, on, so the, now, on the iPad. Now times times three. Yep, times three. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work. So now I'm putting a lot of work. Right? How many hours am I putting in just to get ready for the flight? Mm-hmm. So now I'm downloading on my iPad. I'm downloading on one son's iPad. I'm downloading on another son's iPad. Now key to that is always you got to have the backup scenario. Delay it on the plane. Delayed in the air. All of a sudden, your iPad, for whatever reason, doesn't work. Runs out of power. You spill something on it. What do we do? What's our second string? You're not bringing a book, all right? 
You're not sitting there with the winner within and Pat Riley that you're reading for the 17th time, Zach. You can't do that. So that's, that is how I look at it. There's too much time to prep for that flight and not enough backup options. Very key on flights. I am literally sitting next to, I can try to find, oh, I got it right here, a folder that I have ready for to bring on every flight that I go on. You know what's in that folder? Uh. Printed out articles or magazines that I have not read from years, years worth of stuff that I have not read as I have a just in case. You get the phone, you get the computer or iPad, you have whatever's there and you need a backup option. I don't think there's enough backup options in spirit. I go with American. It's wow. not worth 150 to not have, I'll, I'll pay 150 to have a good flight. Times three, 150 times three. As I've heard about Zazzle Show 2.0. You can afford it. <laughs> All right. So this is a very this is a very big thing that's going on in my head the last few days. By the time the seventy-five dollar flight will be a thousand dollars. So make a decision. Like a vault. Because my son, my older son, when I told him, hey, we're gonna fly spirit, it's seventy-five dollars a flight. He he thinks we're flying on the wing. He doesn't think we have a seat. He thinks we're on the outside holding right. up for dear life. He may be right. All right. I had he gave me something to think about. All right. So the big news, of course. Now, you were talking about it over the weekend, of course. Now, Evan Evan hosts a national show, but is very open about being a huge Miami Heat fan. All right. So Evan represents the Miami Heat on a national level. Like I said, Sirius XM Morning Men every, every morning, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9. And you were on over the weekend. You were yelling about the NBA memo that was sent out to the 30 teams. You were on with Gout Seiler on Sirius XM NBA Radio. Uh, you're repping the Heat fan, man. You're angry about this memo that was sent out. So let's talk about that. And I'll I'll tell you my just general stance on it. I I I understand the NBA sending the memo out there. I just think it sucks that they're finally saying enough is enough, and it involves our favorite team. Like that's the I don't think the NBA is picking on the Miami Heat. I think that the situation is shitty because it involves our team. And now is when Adam Silver finally decides, all right, enough is enough. Go ahead. That's what I said. And I, I don't know why my heat homerism, which I am a heat homer, but I don't know why that plays any factor into this. Because what I said on the air this weekend on NBA Radio with Brian Gelson, NBA Weekend 7 to 10 Eastern on Saturdays, was that I think it's understandable that the league would want to do this. I think where the league is probably off in their assessment is I think the modern day NBA player signs a contract with the NBA, not with the team. Jalen Brown signs a five-year, $304 million contract. The Celtics are currently the team that has the ability to offer him that. That contract is honored by all 30 teams if he is acquired by way of a trade to any of them, right? It's not like normal everyday walk of life. Whatever it is, you get paid for Zazzle Show 2.0. If all of a sudden you go up to our station in West Palm and start working there, whatever you get paid is not transferred to West Palm, ESPN West Palm and Good Karma Brands to then pay for that. It's it, whatever you negotiate separately, right? This is the difference that the league, I think, has to understand. Dane Lillard signs a five-year, $270 million contract with the – whatever the contract was with the Blazers, right? And so everybody's mad, like, oh, wow, he signed that deal. He should be, you know, they were loyal to him. He should be loyal to them, et cetera. No, modern NBA player looks at it as I'm signing a contract that's available to me at the time that it's available to me for the highest price that has to be honored by any of the 30, te 30 teams that I am on. 
So in this specific case, my main thing was if you're the NBA and you want to crack down on this and you want to say if you sign the contract, stop publicly asking out, fine. Why this guy? Simultaneously, James Harden is doing this for the third time. Simultaneously, James Harden has only said, I want to play for the Clippers, or at least it's been reported. Simultaneously, James Harden is doing this after he quit on multiple teams, both on and off the court. It's been well documented. We can watch him play basketball. I know that is not the version of him that we are used to seeing. So why this guy who spent a decade plus in an organization giving max effort to that organization and last year was shut down by that organization so they don't win more in order to try to get Victor Wembanyama. Where was the memo to the Portland Trailblazers for tanking? Because that is what they did. I don't even blame them for doing that. I am totally fine with the NBA cracking down on this concept. Now, I think it's actually really good for the NBA, despite if you don't like it or I don't like it and they were old school. What the ask out and the trade request has done is made the NBA a year-round business. Every We are sitting here on August 1st talking about one of the best players in the sport and what team he's going to be on next year. And next year starts in like a month, month and a half. This When we were growing up, not to make us sound old, these conversations did not happen about the NBA at this time. We didn't even talk NFL. It was just baseball, right, at this time of year. And so I think this has actually helped the league my beef is just why him? Why is he? Kevin Durant did it twice yep. to the Phoenix Suns. Twice. Okay? I mean, Anthony Davis told teams, I'll play for you for the rest of the season, but I'm leaving after that. Why now with this specific guy? Do you think the agent regrets any of the way that he has handled this so far? Well, I think Barry Jackson, Miami Herald, is such a phenomenal reporter and so elite at what he does that I think him getting Aaron Goodwin, Dame's agent, on the record ended up hurting Dame. It's not Barry's fault. But if Aaron Goodwin doesn't say that publicly about his only request to be in Miami, I don't know how you can do the memo because where's the evidence that any of the reporting is? I'm not saying it's not true, but where's the evidence that it is? It's not like Adam Silver's calling Aaron Goodwin or Dame Lillard saying, did you say this? Because they're not quoted as saying it anywhere. So if if all-time great reporters like Adrian Wojnarowski and Sham Sharanya, ESPN and The Athletic, respectively, are reporting this, or Chris Haynes, who's very tied into Dame's camp of TNT, if any of them are reporting that, so? You can't send a memo based on reporting. You can send a memo based on factual information with quotes, which is what Aaron Goodwin had to Barry Jackson. Do we, are we actually supposed to believe, like, is it possible because I, I read another report yesterday from Barry Jackson, the Miami Herald, that the Blazers are still disinclined to sit down and have a serious conversation with the Miami Heat. Like, are we actually to believe, like, the Blazers have not sat down and had an actual conversation with the Miami Heat? I don't, I'm not going to doubt Barry, but that seems crazy to me because I almost seem like this is the kind of business where you make the rounds anyway. It's like, oh, you know, we haven't talked to in a couple of weeks. Like you think about like a friend, right? Like, oh, you know, I haven't talked to this person in a little bit. Like, let me hit them up on text, see what's up with them. Like you probably do that every day. I probably do that every day, right? There's 30 other, there's 29 friends, so so to speak, that each of these teams have. You know, they just like 
Oh, you know, we haven't spoken to the Hornets. Like, what's up with Gordon Hayward? Can we get him maybe for Kyle Lowry? Which I know you would do and I would do. But, like, the, the overall, like, thought of they haven't spoken seems crazy to me. Because even at the highest of levels, maybe they're not. But, like, nobody within the organizations are touching base. I, I think that part is weird. Can, let me just go off on one other thing. Mm-hmm. Have people who hate on the Heat fans, like you and I, have they ever watched Jaime Jaquez play? Have they ever watched Nikola Jovic play? Have they ever watched Tyler Hero play? In what world is this a bad package to offer a team that has to get rid of a player now? It's crazy. That is 30 plus years old. It's crazy. That is making inordinate money and that stands at six foot two. The entire league is looking for players that are between six foot six and six foot 11 that are elite two way players that make in the 25 to $40 million range. Dame Lillard, that's in their 20s. Dame Lillard is over 30, makes over 40, and stands below six foot six by a lot. In what world is it that you're offering two first round picks, Hakez and Jovic, as well as three or four other ones potentially, and a guy that in his four year career in Tyler Hero has averaged basically 20 points almost all the years he plays, enough to average 20 points? His team's been to the NBA Finals twice, Eastern Conference Finals the other time, played in the finals as like a 19-year-old, 20-year-old, and won six man of the year, has bulked up this offseason, clearly if you look at his Instagram. And as Sam Mitchell, who hosts with Geltsy on NBA Radio, told me two weeks ago when I was filling in, maybe the best point of them all, he's hung with the Heat for four years. This is an organization that is not inclined historically to play young players right away. Sam's point was, can we acknowledge that Tyler Hero not only has played with them, they've invested in him financially and with Mm -hmm. their time. And what Portland has done in downselling Hero is one of the dumbest things that I could imagine. Why not put out there, hey, this is a really good player. If you want him from us, you've got to give us two first rounders and then settle at one or whatever it is from Brooklyn or Toronto, whatever it may be. I understand I'm looking at this through heat glasses. I get that. I get the fact that this is not you know, Shea Gildas-Alexander. But guess what? Shea Gildas-Alexander wasn't Shea Gildas-Alexander at the time that the the Thunder got him. And one more thing, for all the people that are saying, oh, Tyler Hero is not Tyrese Maxey, just be clear in how you phrase that. Tyler Hero may not become the player that Tyrese Maxey becomes. Mm -hmm. Tyler Hero to date has had a significantly better NBA career than Tyrese Maxey. It's not debatable. Yep. So all of this around the heat, is this the greatest offer in sports history? No, I'm not saying it's not. It is. But, like, I hope Portland doesn't want Tyler. I hope they don't want Jaime Hawkes. Because I think, I, I don't know if Jovic can contribute next year. I actually think Hawkes can. Yep. Like, right away. Yep. So, you don't want him? Fine. He'll take him. Like, what are we talking about here? Now, I don't believe that the league has an agenda against the Miami Heat. But true or false? That offer, that supposed offer that you're talking about here, three or four picks, Tyler Hero, uh, uh, maybe Hakez and or Jovich. If, if that offer was coming from Brooklyn or New York or Boston or Los Angeles or Philadelphia, would the rest of NBA fans and NBA media be saying this is a shit package? The answer is no. Yeah, probably that, not. That part is where I think well, there's a bias. I, I, think Boston, I don't think the I think league Boston, is a bias, but I think fans and media, major bias against the league. Major. Yeah, but it's our – I don't want to say it's our fault, but I, I would say what we are as heat media 
and I, I'm not like covering the team. You know, I, I used to be at all, a lot of the games, obviously, when I lived in Florida full time. But I would say that we are more open as media members about our fandom of the team than other markets are. And is this that is true? a very in my opinion, yeah. It, this is a very inside media that fans don't care about, so I'll keep it quick. There's a lot of people that still, like, I don't claim to be a journalist at all, right? And I, that may be like, oh, my God, how could you be on the radio and not be a journalist? Because I'm letting you know my opinions. I'm letting you know my biases. I'm letting, I'm doing a lot of things, and biases in terms of sports, not in terms of life. But I'm letting you know things about myself, and my goal is to let you know about myself and what I'm, my interests are. And my goal is, as a talk show host, to be as much a part of the story as I can be, as are my other two co-hosts, and, and Mike and Willie, that it's our job to be a part of the story, to tell stories, to create stories around us. That's not journalism. That's entertainment. Yeah, We're supposed to be entertainers. And so part of that is expressing fandom. I'm, I love the Miami Heat. Watch all 82 games. You know I do. And so for me, expressing the fandom is something that I'm going to do. I think I'm not the only one that's like that, obviously. So I think we have more people in the media that are louder about their honesty than other markets. Okay. I never thought of that. Do you, uh, do you believe, uh, number one, the memo that went out over the weekend, does it change anything on Damian Lillard's side? And number two, do you think Damian Lillard feels that the Blazers, and I guess specifically Joe Cronin, lied to him? leading up to this process? Well, I don't know what was said to him, so it's hard to say yes on the lying part. I have no idea what was actually said to him. In terms of what I think it could do, I have a weird feeling this speeds it up. And I understand how strong the Heat organization is. I understand how steadfast they are in being unapologetically themselves, which is one of the reasons that I just absolutely love them and envy the way in which they operate. It's really hard in life to just unapologetically be who you are regardless of the fallout. And I don't think anyone would debate that Pat Riley is unapologetically who he is, regardless of what dopes like you and I would say, right? So with that all said, I do wonder if the Heat felt like we're going to get this done ultimately, if there's any part of them that looks at this and, and just has that moment of, are we sure we're going to be allowed to get this done? Are we sure that there's not going to be ridiculous tampering investigations again? Are we sure that there's not going to be legal approval issues? Maybe we should speed up this process, right? And maybe Portland realizes, hey, wow, if nobody made us a good offer off of that memo, kind of opening the door and opening the window for other teams coming in, then they're never going to make us a good offer. Right. That's a good point. That's you know, point. because that was the opening. That was the opening, like, hey, Dame, you better accept where you're going because the league may have something to, to say about that. So that's one of the thoughts that I had off of this was maybe this actually speeds up the process. And that said, that happened Friday, and we're sitting here on Tuesday. That's a good point, though. If, if other teams were going to jump, like, the league is doing everything they can to get other teams to jump in. If no one's yeah, jumping in. not get them to Miami. Other bidders in the mix. Yeah. This is, this is the other thing I don't understand. So you now work for yourself, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, you work for your advertising partners and your fans, but in general, you employ yourself. So I, I don't, right? If I were to say to my boss, any of my bosses, here's how I feel. Here's where I'd like to go in life. Here's how I'd like to get there. I'm just being honest with you. 
I would hope I'd have a boss that would say, thank you. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for being direct. That doesn't mean we're going to abide by all your wishes, right? The thing that I don't think is fair is Dave Miller gets ripped for just telling his bosses, here's the place I want to go. They don't have to trade him to Miami. Like they can trade him wherever the hell they want to trade him. Well, but the point is that he did it. The point is that he potentially essentially did it publicly. No, because he mentioned Brooklyn too. And he mentioned other teams. Yeah. But once the whole thing really got going where he actually requested the trade. Right. So, okay. But he's being honest and he's being direct. And so like, Hey, let me tell you all the places I don't want to go just for the sake of show. I think this, this whole thing is discouraged loyalty. And that's sad. I think if you think team players aren't loyal to the teams now, Look at what's going on with Dame Lillard. The one guy who was loyal beyond beliefs was there for a decade plus, and now the league is coming down on his camp for what's going on here. Well, that's, that's, guys- well, that's the weird part. I mean, you look at some of these other guys, okay, and what's happened the last few years. Like, the tipping point for the league was, you know, they're, they're uh, uh, tarring and feathering Damian Lillard in the middle of the town square. Like, like this is, this is the, the example that they're going to make. Is with this guy that that by the way, and this this hopefully will explain the the I think the lack of bias in this specific instance. They if they're gonna send a memo, how the hell did he not send a memo to the Minnesota Timberwolves and Jimmy Butler for whatever the hell went on there? That was a disaster. Mm -hmm. I mean, it benefited us as Heat fans. Well, Harden in Houston, uh, uh, you know, Ben Simmons is doing uh practices with a cell phone out of his sweatpants pocket. That doesn't get a memo? Yeah, that kind of stuff's bullshit. I, I'm with you, man. I, I don't understand why now. It doesn't make yep. any sense to me. doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that 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 part bothers me. Uh, do you have a beef with Adam Silver? I think he's the softest commissioner in sports. And and I, I make the analogy of what we're dealing with right now. Adam Silver is the parent of a teenager who wanted to be best friends with the teenager instead of being a parent. And now doesn't understand how the kid is run amok and is not in control. I understand what you're saying, but he's not the parent. And so I think strategically what he's done in a player empowerment era is actually really smart. I think he is very much putting himself in himself in a position to be partners with the players and the owners and governors. I think that I believe in partnership. I don't think the Roger Goodell is in partnership with the players in any way, shape or form. Right. right? Rob Manfred, I actually think is a little bit better than people say, but he's not in partnership with the players, like in any way, shape or form. The difference is Adam Silver has an end between his name and the, and the player's name, and most commissioners have a versus. The ultimate is, can the end lead you to a place of delivering news that your partner would not want to hear and the partner understanding it? And if you feel like, hey, Silver has the end, it's Adam Silver and the players, but anytime there's a tough circumstance, he hasn't been able to use that relationship to have some sort of guidance, discipline, impact. Well, then that would be the critique. Mm-hmm. I think strategically he's doing it the right way in the world that we're currently in. Like, why don't we get this with the other sports? Why don't we get the NFL? Because they don't look at themselves as partners with the players. No, but I'm saying, like, why don't we get this with the players in the other sports? NFL, MLB, NHL, the major sports here in North America. We don't get the players who are refusing to play, demanding to get traded here, signing contracts and you know, asking out in a couple of weeks. It's the only league where this happens, Evan. Yeah, well, um, I think most businesses, most organizations, most cultures follow the lead of their best player, right? So credit or blame, this is the LeBron James era of the NBA. And LeBron has never asked out. He's always left by way of free agency or sign and trade. People always forget he was technically traded to the Heat, did not sign with the Heat was traded to the heat 
And LeBron James, the switching teams, taking my talents to era, has enabled other players to do this. Here's the counter, though. And I agree with you. It's not always great. But imagine if Shohei Otani asked out. Wouldn't the trade deadline today be infinitely more interesting? Mm-hmm. Yep. I actually think it's hurt baseball that they are don't have players that do this. As crazy as that sounds. I'm telling you, as much as you hate it relative to how we grew up and how we would operate. I hate it. It helps the sport. How many times a day do you refresh Twitter wondering about Dame News? Can I ask you about that real quick? How stupid do you, because I feel stupid. How stupid do you feel? It was like four weeks ago. The day that Damian Lillard asked for the trade. How many times that day were we refreshing our Twitter feed hoping that every day? Getting the tweet that he's been traded to the Heat. We're a month later. We're no closer. Portland signed a guy to a two-way deal the other day. I saw Shams, and it said Portland. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. It's happening. So stupid. The day the tra- the, the request was made, we thought it was going to happen that night. <laughs> we're a month later. We're nowhere near it happening yet. But we're following the NBA as if we're in season right now. And that's why I'm saying you could not like it. And I'm not saying you're wrong. And I probably would tend to agree with you. But I do think it's helped the NBA become a year-round sport. It was not back in the day. Like, I'm very hypocritical. I mean, I I raised my hand. I hate what Damian Lillard is doing. I'm good with it because it's just it's potentially going to help my team. So, like, I'm I'm okay with that part. But if it wasn't involved in my team. No, but Dame, you got, you got to look at it differently. Dame and, like. Dame and Harden, I think, are so different, which is why I don't understand why Dame different. is the target, right? Dame said what it seems like on the surface is, hey, I want to stay with you forever. I understand I signed the contract, but I'd love for us to do X, Y, and Z. Do you think you can do it? And if they don't do that, that doesn't mean he can leave because he's not a free agent, but it means in the modern-day league that LeBron James has created, he can ask out. Mm-hmm. They are different, but the problem that I would have if I'm a Blazer fan right now is – Damian Lillard, by saying I only want to play for Miami, has really hurt my team's chances of getting the best. It doesn't mean they can't get a good deal for Miami because I think it would be a good deal, but it has hurt their chances of getting the best possible deal if you were able to have at least a few teams bidding. And that's the part where if I'm a Blazer fan right now, I'm pissed off. In theory, but not definitely. Can I? One other thing. I've thought about this a lot. You know, it's never happened to the Heat. I know. What's going on? And I always think, like, are we really ever going to see a player say to Pat Riley, I want out? We've seen a player leave in LeBron, right? But, but he and he's even the only one. He's the only one who has left when they wanted to keep him. That's crazy. Is there an P.J. Tucker? But, okay, they, they didn't want to go to a certain... Uh, that was I, the yeah, Heat's I'm, choice I'm of not giving the money. Yeah, yeah, I'm nitpicking on this. I'm just saying... We've never experienced Jimmy Butler going to the Heat and saying, I want out. Never. Bam, it's it's so hard to comprehend the thought of yep. one of these guys. Because in my head, as soon as that happens, all of a sudden, th- those guys are at home. They hear a knock on the door and Udonis Haslam shows up. It's like, I'm sorry, what did you say to Pat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've thought about it many times. We've never had a player demand to leave our team. And the only time a guy left and we wanted to keep him was LeBron. It's the only t- when all things are equal. We didn't want to give P.J. Tucker the money. We weren't willing to give Alonzo Mourning the money. When all things were equal, it's only happened one time. And Dwayne Wade, we weren't willing to give him the money. LeBron's the only one who has ever left the team. You know what's interesting about, like, looking back at the Dwayne Wade thing? 
I understand that everybody says, hey, it could have been handled differently. I think the Heat knew if they were to bring him back, they were not going to be a championship team. And the only way they could be a championship team is to use him in a trade. And they never wanted to trade him. If you think about it logically, signing Whiteside actually created the salary cap slot. Of course, to get Butler. able to trade. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But they Jimmy Butler would never have been here if they re-signed Dwayne Wade. Yeah, maybe not. No, because they would have not have had a salary to trade because they never would have. Well, but him. also Wade may never have went to Chicago and told Jimmy how much you would love Miami one day. Right. I mean, I hate to say this, but it kind of worked out for everybody involved. Of course. You yeah. don't have to hate to say that. It's true. Of course. It all worked out for everybody in the end. Uh, Evan, excellent job out of you today, Good man. boy. Hey, you did a good job there, Zaz. Really good job out of you, man. Uh, promote something. Tell everybody what you got going on. Go ahead. Aslo Show 2.0. I appear every so often. Watch it here. Listen to it on your podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Aslo Show 2.0. Thank you, pal. And make sure you listen to Evan, Sirius XM, Mad Dog Radio every morning, 6 to 9 a.m. It's my favorite show. Everybody knows that. Good job, Evan. Thanks a lot, pal. Thanks, Excellent job by our pal Evan Cohen there. And of course, like I said, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of the program, Johnny Cuba. Hey, listen, if you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the great insurance. And when I say the great insurance, I mean at the best rate out there and the most comprehensive insurance coverage. That Those don't have to be mutually exclusive. You can have both. You can have great insurance that is also very affordable. And the place you're getting it is from the same insurance agency that I use. I'm talking Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. That's right. Comprehensive insurance coverage. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home, auto, life insurance. You need boaters insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. I've been using Brent Insurance for my homeowner's insurance for about 10 years now. So I'm sending it to the same place that I use. And that's because I'm getting the best coverage. I don't have to lay up at night wondering what's going to happen to my home. God forbid something happens. And I'm getting it at the most affordable rate out there. Wherever you are in Florida. It could be South Florida, Central Florida, North Florida. Brunt Insurance has offices from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys and beyond. They have you covered. So whatever area, whatever market you're calling from, Greg Brunt and his team, fully certified staff, they know exactly your area and what kind of coverage you need. 954-589-2204. When it comes to home, renters, condo insurance, there's so many options out there. Listen, Brunt Insurance specializes in making the confusing crystal clear. 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com. So, you guys know, I've been telling you for a while now, the Zaslow family, we get great sleep. Why is that? Well, we sleep on sheets and giggles now. For about the last four or five months since Sheets and Giggles jumped on board Zaslow Show 2.0, my man Colin, the founder and CEO, when he wanted to jump on the show, I was like, oh man, it's amazing. I hear such good things about Sheets and Giggles, but I never actually tried it. So finally, we got the bedding, we got the fitted sheets, we got the pillowcases, I got the comforter. I sleep on a eucalyptus pillow now, and now I get the best sleep of my wife, like my life. My wife gets the best sleep. My kids, we're now one, well, we're four of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on sheets and giggles. That's right. And it's the only place we're ever going to have to search 
for our bedding. We're talking naturally softer, cooler, more breathable sheets than whatever you got going on right now. Sheetsgiggles.com. We're talking made from eucalyptus trees that are grown on sustainably managed biodiverse farms. So not only are you getting the best sleep of your life, the softest sleep of your life, but also my man Colin is making sure that it's all environmentally friendly and he's keeping the environment safe. Sheetsgiggles.com. You'll never search anywhere else for your betting ever again. All right. You know what time it is. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Hey, if you're dealing with water mold or fire damage, you don't know where it's coming from. Is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. Call Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So we already told you. U.S. Women's National Team, a draw last night, nil-nil. It is enough to wind up advancing to the knockout round. They finished second in their group, but you had pictures, you had video of the team kind of celebrating afterward, dancing around, autographs with fans, smiling, hugging pictures and that whole deal. And here is the coverage, I believe it was on Fox Sports 1, and of course Carly Lloyd, former U.S. Women's National Team member, not pleased. These are not the images we should be expecting to see from a team that survived Portugal and survived to get to the round of 16. What? The- I, I appreciate them taking care of the fans, but let me tell you, Carly Lloyd's butt would be back in the locker room kicking things, I have, throwing things. I have never witnessed, and just seeing these images for the first time right now on the desk, I have never witnessed something like that. There's a difference between being respectful of the fans and saying hello to your family, but to be dancing, to be smiling. I mean, the player of the match was that post. You're lucky to not be going home right now. Yeah, I'm going big deal. It's not impressive. They scored a total of, what are we talking? Four goals in the three group play games and scoreless last night. And by the way, like I mentioned earlier, you know, they were favored by six goals against Vietnam. They won three, nothing. And Netherlands last night beat Vietnam 7-0. I think they look a little bit foolish with all the dancing around. I'm going to go big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. The MLB trade deadline is this afternoon. Are the Marlins going to trade for Mike Trout? Can the Marlins get a deal done for a great hitter? Hey, I don't... You're listening right now. You're in the future. Maybe you already know that the Marlins made a... Maybe the Marlins traded for Shohei Otani. And I don't even know about it right now. You have that info. I don't yet. But the MLB trade deadline this afternoon, that's a big deal. Let's hope that the Marlins can get something done and add another bat. Big deal or not a big deal? How about Aaron Rodgers? Here he is. He was with uh, uh, from Good Morning Football. Kay Adams. That's right. Aaron Rodgers here talking about taking that $35 million pay cut. This $35 million. Yeah. Uh, what, are the, what are we doing? Uh... Yeah, I'm getting paid a lot of money. I feel great about it. Also, uh, the team is going to be able to do some things. What kind so of things? Win, 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 win. What? Are, what are we? The Royals? Well, there was a guy. You know, there was a guy here at practice yesterday. You know, not today. Yeah, not today. We'll see what happens. Uh, there's other guys out there that might be available. So, listen, I'm I'm not missing that money at all. I'm loving what I'm getting paid. I'm loving being in New York and Jersey. Uh, loving working with uh, you know guys I know, some of the new guys like uh, like Nicole, Garrett, 
Yeah, I'm going big deal, and, and this is a big deal for a couple reasons. Number one, Aaron Rodgers, every step of the way, has been pretty perfect since his arrival in New York. Like, I'm for one someone who thought that Aaron Rodgers was going to have an issue with the New York media. It wasn't going to work out well for him there. We'll see once the game starts. But he has put himself in a position where he has said and done all the right things so far. He has really played this this relationship. He has been perfect about his new relationship with New York so far. That's number one. But it's also a big deal because, you know, he's leaving uh, this money available. It could be for Dalvin Cook. It could be for somebody else who, like he said, maybe becomes available. And you know the Jets are going to do it because the Jets are essentially going to try and be the opposite of what the Green Bay Packers were. And that was not spending the big money or not helping him as far as the draft goes and getting him help or whatever position it is that he needs. So I think this is a big deal because the Jets are going to have a lot of money to throw at somebody to play with Rodgers, but also because he continues to ingratiate himself to the media, the fan base there, the city. He's done an excellent job so far there in New York. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, Mark Jackson out at ESPN. That's a big deal. Now, I wasn't a huge fan of Mark Jackson, but it's a big deal because you had the top team, Mike Breen, Jeff Van Gundy, Mark Jackson, and that's no more. Van Gundy, out. Jackson now this morning, out. That That's a shocker right there. And apparently Mark Jackson was shocked too when he got the news. I think so. It looks like the team is going to be Mike Breen, Doris Burke, and Doc Rivers. It seems to me, based on some of the people, like I feel like part of the reason that they cut back Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson is they only do that. They probably want to lean toward spending their... Now, I'm sure those guys made a lot of money, but I'm guessing they also are valuing guys who are doing more than one thing. And Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy only did that. Now, I mean, there's, there's, I'm sure there's a whole lot more to it, but I think I probably plays a little part where they don't do other things, and they probably point at that saying like, hey, this is an area we can cut cost because even though it's a great team... These guys, they only do the one thing. That's just a guess. That's a guess that played a small part in that right there. So I'm going big deal. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. You could also visit them at WCUFL.com. Fully licensed, insured, and certified to provide you the one-stop shopping all of us busy business owners and homeowners require. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Okay, there you go. Excellent job by everybody today. I appreciate you hanging out with us here on a Tuesday. Thanks to everybody who works so hard behind the scenes, making sure we put a great show together for everybody. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Go with that means.